player 2 has joined the game. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 291 of the two-player co-op podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, who is virtual again this week, Sean. How are we doing? Fantastic. If this is the first time you're seeing, hearing, or listening to us, this is the two-player co-op podcast, where just about every week, two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you like the video, subscribe, share it with your friends, family, and everyone in betwixt. If you really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash two-player co-op, where for just $1, you can become a booster, where you can get the podcast live one day early before it goes public. $3 makes you a sponsor, where you get a bonus episode every month. Great value, if you ask me. $5, also great value, makes you a producer where you can watch us record the podcast live on YouTube. $10 makes you an affiliate where you get a monthly Q&A episode uh, where we will submit for your inquiries and we will answer them like we're about to do after this podcast. And they don't have to be video game related. They can be about, we've got movies, we've got video games, we've got mild sauce. And I'm very happy about that. Uh, $20 makes you a partner where you can choose the bonus episode topic and record with us if you so choose. Some of our patrons deserve a shout out, just like our affiliate, James Solar. Also make sure you check out James Games and more on YouTube. Sarah Solar, John Tingley, Derek Bamford, and Mom who will probably never watch this live, but you never know. Also deserving a shout out are our producers, Steve Appleton, Aunt Sue, Dustin Downs, and Chris Peralta. Also make sure you check out PS Rewind on YouTube as well. If you like cool t-shirts and the like, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two player co-op. Sean. Yeah. Do the, do the, do the thing. Um, I'm really tired. <clears throat> Do you want to know why? Yeah, same Z's. Yeah. Yes, Kevin. <clears throat> what you doing? I was chilling at the La Quinta Inn. Who you with? Me and my wife after we dropped off the kids. What did you do? Suffered from insomnia after getting some din. One thing leading to another. I didn't get no sleep. That's for you, Rasan. Was that for, I was going to say, was that for Rasan? That's for Rasan. And yes, I had to write it down ahead of time because I was trying to think of it in my head. And I was like, I'm never going to remember all this. So I had to write it down. Uh, horrible insomnia last night. We took our kids to camp about six, call it six and a half hours away. Um, went out to dinner with the wife, had a good time. We we're both exhausted from packing the night before up till about midnight. And I was like, I'm so tired. I know I'm going to sleep fine. This is going to be great. But then Jess said something. She's like, oh, I should have brought like the, you know, Tylenol PM, whatever. And I was like, yeah. And then in my head, I go, yeah, sometimes when I'm really tired, I can't sleep. Hmm. Oh, well, lie down on the bed. Not comfortable at all. Stiff as a board. I'm like, well, my back already hurts from driving for six and a half, seven hours. So this is going to be fun. I, I dozed off a couple times for a few minutes and woke right back up. Um, finally at... It was like somewhere between 2.30 and 3, I fell asleep, woke up, and I had a dream about my, my college computer science professor, Doug Baldwin, for some reason. And I was like, why did they get of rid of the... The Seattle Seahawks? No, not that Doug Baldwin. But <laughs> I was like, why did they get rid of computer science? Why are you doing math now? And then I woke up and it was a little bit before 6. And I was like, well, at least I got some sleep because I'm going to have to wake up, get coffee, and drive another six and a half hours home. By the way... 
through the mountains. Not cool. Going through the Ozarks. I didn't see Jason Bateman. I haven't seen the show. No spoilers. I will watch it though. Um, and it was basically a monsoon for most of it. Also fog everywhere. Fog so thick that when I'm going through the mountains, you couldn't see maybe a hundred feet in front of you. Horrible. Just got a picture of it. I, I fishtailed at one point. I thought we were all going to die. It's been a long, it's been a long couple of days. Um, but I'm here. I survived. Um, and then I got to do it all again Thursday and come back on Friday. So it's, uh, it's a lot, but we've seen some pictures so far. The kids look like they're having fun and that's good. So Sean, why, why are you so tired? What are you doing? <laughs> you what? What are you going to tell me? Hey, Kira. Because I left it there. Just give it to me. Go back to bed. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Why are you tired, Sean? <laughs> I am tired because I have been single dad duty for nine days now with about six more as far as I can tell. Um, it's just, it's a lot. I don't know how people can be like, if there's any single parents watching this, God bless you. I don't know how Shout you do out. it. Yeah. I can barely do it knowing that there's an end coming pretty soon. Like I couldn't imagine if that was just like my life. No. Like, I, I don't know how people do it, but yeah, I got about another <clears throat> week of that. Plus not to mention it's like the perfect storm and even more perfect storm now with all the home stuff perfect storm of work stuff where I've got like all this stuff that I've been working on is all coming due basically last week and this week. And so I can't even like take time off from work to just kind of relax. It's just, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. But that is why we have coffee. That is why also, we have coffee. I bought a while ago, this nice Ember mug. Okay. Oh, they're not cheap, but it is. I, I mean, I pretty much use it every day. Wait, is that the one you plug in? It's got like a little, so you can see on the bottom. Yeah, I see little, like a little wireless yeah. charging thing. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So there's a little coaster looking thing that you just set it on to charge. So it just stays there. But yeah, <sighs> drinks nice and warm. It was like a hundred bucks or something, but wow. I love it. I, I mean, I use it literally every day. So yeah. Is it dishwasher like safe? kind of person... It's not dishwasher safe, but it's, I mean, you can't, you don't need to like take super careful care of it when you're washing it. Like you can't submerge it, but like it's fine to like run it under the water and stuff. So right. you don't need to be crazy when you're washing it, but yeah, it's not dishwasher safe. Um, again, but, I say, and it'll make sense when you finally freaking do it, go watch Curb. Season 10 specifically. Is there something about dishwasher safe? No, there's a subplot about Larry David and uh, coffee mugs that charge and stay hot. <laughs> Let me guess. He doesn't like them. Oh, no, he loves it. It's his idea. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I won't tell you. I won't spoil why he does it, but he loves it. But yeah, it's I highly recommend him. It's because I'm somebody I like to just like savor my coffee and yeah. i've been on like 
I kind of just treat coffee. I mean, I do have it in the morning sometimes, but I also just usually have it after dinner. Like I treat it almost like my dessert, but then I also want coffee. So it's just like, instead of having coffee in the morning, sometimes I just have it at night when I want you know, dessert after dinner. And, but I like to just savor it and I don't want to just chug it. So this keeps it at a nice drinkable temperature for like hours if I wanted it to. Yeah. So yeah, I love it. John in the chat is right. Cold coffee is still coffee. However, what's not coffee is room temperature coffee. Yes. Hot coffee, great. <clears throat> Cold coffee, also great. Room temperature coffee, not so good. Yeah. 70 degree coffee, no thank you. I need 35 or 125, whatever it is. Um, Sean, any other witty banter before we get into everything else? Um, oh, did you want to talk SummerSlam? Oh, not really. I mean, okay, I watched it. Uh, Brock, what I've seen Brock online, had a tractor. People, so. people seem to like it. I thought it was fine. It didn't seem, other than like the over-the-top stuff with yeah Brock and his tractor, it did not feel like SummerSlam to me. It felt like Extreme Rules or like, it just felt like another pay-per-view. It didn't, I don't know. Um, I saw Becky turn face. Fine. Becky apparently turned face. Um, Bailey came back. Now she's got her own little stable. Um, Edge came back, so I guess that's cool. He's back he cut his hair. Face. He cut his hair. Um, Supposedly he's he's the rated R superstar again. I don't know how people could tell that. From yeah, watching I don't know what they night, like. But... Started this whole Judgment Day <clears throat> thing and then moved away from it at least with Edge like real quick. I think they're like, this is stupid. I don't know how much time yes, he has left. Let's stupid. at least make it so that the fans like him. So I still can't believe he didn't uh, win the title at WrestleMania last year. Him or D. Bry. That was last year, right? That was twenty one. Yeah, because twenty was when yeah. McIntyre won it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It was fine. Not a single title changed hands, which was kind of odd. I think it I said mean, it was the first surprised time. Me, but... It might have been the first SummerSlam ever is what I read, that nothing changed hands. I really? can't remember, though. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was fine. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> well, Sean, what have you been playing this week? I know you got a Platinum. I did get a Platinum, and I think that's all I've played. Um, that's all I've really had a chance to play this week because life. Um, but I did play Stray for approximately an hour and 38 minutes and got the platinum. All I had left to do was the two hour speed run. I would not want to do it without a guide, but with a guide, it's very doable. It's not bad at all. Um, I think I died twice, but I mean, it's not like there's so just, many checkpoints that yeah, you, you just died. I probably okay. only lost. Yeah. I probably lost like 20 seconds each time. So it's not a big deal. Oh, so you didn't even yeah, have to restart the checkpoint. No, no. That's only if you're I mean, trying to do the ones where you don't get grabbed it, or exactly. Seen. Yeah, because okay. I had already done all the other stuff. Um, so it was fine. Um, I think it's it's one of those games where I know we kind of did our review last. Yeah. I mean, you haven't even really beaten it yet, but um, I feel like the fact that I'm glad to get the um, kind of reveals my true thoughts i liked it but i'm totally fine with being done with it i've already deleted it like it's gone it's done um it was fine i liked it um 
yeah, I don't know. There's not a whole lot else to say. I mean, we covered it a lot last week, but yeah, I do think it's it's worth getting the platinum. It's a good. I certainly wouldn't say it's a cheap platinum. You definitely have to work for it, but it's a very gettable platinum. I think it took me only about seven hours total. I think my first playthrough was like about five and a half hours where I was doing everything but the speed run. And then my speed run was about an hour and a half. So yeah, seven hours round up, maybe seven and a half total. So it wasn't it's a very doable platinum. So I was at, <clears throat> I only played it a little bit because this week it was getting everybody ready for camp and just work and everything right. was crazy. Um, John sometimes gets busy at work, brews coffee at 9 a.m., drinks it at one or later. I, man, I can't do it. Not, not a whole mug. But like if there's a little bit, I was going to say like, in then a I'll finish mug, it. Or is this in some kind of like carafe insulated travel mug kind of thing? Or it's like, I mean, that's four hours. That's got to be room temperature by like hour two. <laughs> not even. Um, but yeah, so I only played it. I didn't really play anything this week. I played a little bit of stray today once we got home. But all I did, the, the thing that I was complaining about last week, the obtuseness and having to go to get the, what you got to do to get the detergent. What I didn't realize was the thing that I already did since I meowed at the guy and had him drop the paint. All I had to do was go down that and walk up. in. I thought it was like, you got to meow, jump down, get it before the guy closes the door. But I went up there to meow at him yeah, again. He's, he's like, like <clears throat> yeah, yeah, he's he was, pretty much out there. I think permanently now just scrubbing ground. Yeah. So. So all I did was I fixed the tracker. I got into the forbidden area or whatever, the, the sewers or whatever it is. And then I stopped before I could tell that Papa was going to give me the next story beat. And I was like, I'm, I'm just, I got to go shave and get ready to podcast and stuff. So I just said, I'm, I'm done for now. Um, but did I just hear Bella? That's Bella. Yeah. So she does come through when she barks. I couldn't, I don't know if I could ever really tell, but I heard her there. Well, and that's Barkley now too. Um, but I, uh, God, I hate these dogs. Sometimes I love these dogs is what I mean to say. Can I go back? Uh, here's what I'm saying. So I've got like six or seven of the eight sheet music things. Is there a point where I can't go back and get the rest of that stuff and the memories and all that crap? Or do I have free reign of the entire city until I actually beat it? Um, I want to say you're in that part of the city. Oh, and then you, okay. So tell me what was the last thing you did? I went into the sewer and I found dad. Dad, the robot dad. Who's got the weapon. So I think next he's going to go tell me, I got to go take a, one of the power plugs and move it to where the weapon okay, so is you've already, to charge it or something. Okay. So you're further. So you've already been the guy with like the flamingo shirt. You talk to him. He lets you out kind of the back window where you have to put the thing on top of the tower and then you come back. Okay. So you've already done the city or that part of the city you've left and you've been back. If you leave again, there, you cannot come back. Okay, so then I need to just before I go any so, further, I need to find the other yeah, sheet. Do music. all those collectibles yeah. in that okay. area. Make sure you got all the memories. Yeah. Is there any okay, but there's memories throughout the rest of the game too. It's not all just in the city. Yeah. I and assume. there's other things that aren't really collect. I would go ahead and just look up a guide, honestly. There's other things I gotta sleep for an hour. I know that. 
Yeah, there's a handful of places you nuzzle can up against the, the robots, game. all that kind of crap. Yeah, so you can get all but one. So I think you need five. Yeah. And you can get all but one in that area. Okay. But there's you have to do it five times, but there's probably like seven, eight, nine. I don't know. There's probably okay more than enough robots <clears throat> to do it, but I would maybe go ahead and just get at least a few of them done in the city before you leave, just in case. But I've done at least three. Yeah, or there's four definitely of them. stuff that can be. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, you're probably fine. Um, have you been scratching in every chapter? Every time I see it. Yeah. I see I got to, when I okay. get to a club, I got to scratch. I got to be a DJ and scratch a record, I guess. So I haven't found that yet. Yeah. So I don't know when that's happening. That's but... that's late. That's okay. like chapter <clears throat> nine or 10. But I mean, I I like it. It's, it's definitely not, I, I hear some people yeah. saying that it is their game of the year or at least their indie game of the year. And I'm like, that's, have you, I don't have you played Infernax? Have you played Ninja Turtles? Have you played Tunic? Like a Tunic to me isn't so as that, good as everyone else. That's where I'm with this game. Like this doesn't look like it's, you know, Unreal Engine 5. Like it looks good, but it's not like it's crazy good, but it looks good. And I feel like the game honestly probably looks better than it needs to for what it is. Like you can tell the team put a lot of time and effort into this game, but I think the game itself isn't really all that impressive and fun. It's just kind of a, it's like one step above a walking simulator, but there's actually some danger in the game. Like you can die. You usually can't die in walking simulators and stuff, but I still stand by, I would be upset if I paid $30 for this game. I think it's a kind of fun game, cool story. You get to play as a cat. That's cool, whatever. But like, I feel like this could have been done in like a different art style or just like a, I don't know. They didn't have to go so overboard trying to make it look as pretty as it does. Cause I feel like it was just a lot. I don't know. It just seems like it's, I don't know. I'm torn on this game. Like I like it, but I don't know. They probably could have made it a lot cheaper and a lot quicker and it wouldn't have really lost anything, but that's just my thoughts. I heard two things I liked. I think it was on game scoop today when I was listening on the drive back. (laughs) Is Kira awake? She's out in the hall and crying. Hang on. Keep going. I'm listening. I heard um, two things I heard was that it's, it's kind of like a triple a indie game which I agree with mostly on the the visual side of things. But then somebody else, this is going to be so funny when people watch this. Somebody else said it's essentially, and I didn't think about it this way until I heard it. It's essentially a point and click adventure, except instead of pointing and clicking, you're controlling a cat. Like there's not a lot, like you can only jump yeah. where the X pops up which I think was the right way to do it. I think I said that last week. If you could just jump anywhere, then I, I think yeah. you'd break the game. And I think the devs have said at yeah, some point that they, more of a true, they tried that. Yeah, if it was more of a true platformer and you had to jump on these little narrow beams There's and no pipes way. and this and that, like, uh, yeah, that would drive me. I'm glad it is kind of guided or assisted, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, that that was definitely the right choice. But I think it's like an 84 on Metacritic, which I think is a little high. I would probably, if we got codes for this and did a review, I'd probably say it's it's just one of those things where people are like, oh my God, you have to play as a cat. You know, yeah, that's so 
cool. Yes, queen, like a cat. Woo, cats are cool. Like, I think it's just one of those things. And it's like, okay, we get it. Like, yeah, that's I what's, like cats too. Come on, guys. That's what somebody else said. I think it was also GameScoop. They're like, I think you only really love this game if you're a cat person. Like, if you're a dog person or you just are indifferent yeah. on cats, you're probably like, I, I, this is fine. It's the whole point is just playing as a cat. And I know that's been yeah. done in other games before, but it's never been done like this. Like Rockin' Cats on the NES. Uh, right. One of your favorite yeah. rentals of all time. But, one of the uh, best games of all time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. John Tingley in the chat. The more I hear about Stray, the less I want to play it. That's, I, I get it. And I think if you've already got PS Plus, and if you've got this game available already to play for free, check it out. But I would not say it's worth $30 buying it, and I would not say it's worth upgrading your PS Plus just to be able like, to play it. Like if I you've did. got it already available, go for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not a bad game for sure, but it's not. It's definitely not a game of the year contender. I think it'll be in my top 10 for this year because I probably haven't even played 10 games. But it'll be near the bottom, I would guess. Like, I would put it behind Tunic. I'd put it behind Super Perils. Um, Derek made rock and cats. What's up, Derek? Um, it, it's just, it's good. It's, it's fine. I, I am glad I played it. I, I'll say that I'm glad I played it, but if I would have just spent 30 bucks for a one-time purchase, I would have been like, eh, I don't, I don't know. But now that I've got PS plus extra or whatever the level two is, I've got other games available and stuff. So it's, it's fine. And I did want to play it. So I'm happy. I'm happy. I played it. Yeah. All right, but yeah, that's all I've played. So, Sean, you want to get the news of the week? Let's do it. We got some leaks on good old Grand Theft Auto 6. This comes from IGN. Grand Theft Auto 6 will reportedly feature a female playable character in its campaign for the first time. Rockstar apparently plans to launch the game with a single city, but add more locations over time through updates. As part of a report on Rockstar by Bloomberg, sources close to the studio discussed the new female character who will be a Latina. I don't know why it's who will be Latina, period. The character will reportedly be part of a pair of bank robbers in a story influenced by real life criminals, Bonnie and Clyde. Female protagonists have previously only been available as custom characters in GTA Online, never in the game's single-player campaigns. Rockstar co-founder Dan Hauser, who has since left the company, previously indicated the company was thinking about a female lead as far back as 2013. The report also indicates that the launch version of GTA 6 will begin first with fictionalized Miami and surrounding areas, presumably a return from Vice City. Yeah, you think so? But will be updated with, quote, new missions and cities on a regular basis, end quote. That launch version, apparently, they're saying apparently a lot in here, apparently already includes more interior locations than any GTA game previously. Per the report, the game is codenamed Project Americas due to its original plan to include huge territories based on North and South America, a plan that was scrapped in part to reduce crunch for employees. Sources say that developers on the game are skeptical about predictions for a launch somewhere between April 23 and March 24 due to multiple changes on the team and bottlenecks in production. Some developers are even said to have quit due to a lack of progress on the game recently. Developers on the team reportedly expect the game to be at least two years away and say no firm release date has been set internally. 
However, much of the report also focuses on progressive changes at Rackstar, Rackstar in recent years, including a more inclusive office culture, a focus on reducing crunch, a removal removal of abusive managers, conversion of contractors into full-time employees, and a structure struck restructure, God almighty, a restructure to improve working conditions. Morales said to be hired at the company as a result, and one source at Rockstar was a quote, boys club transformed into a real company, end quote. The report also points to a more progressive mindset at the company in narrative terms, too. Bloomberg says that a mode called Cops and Crooks was shelved before release following the 2020 uh, police killing of George Floyd and has not been considered for release since. The company is also focusing on making fewer jokes in GTA that, quote, punch down at marginalized groups. After years of rumors, GTA 6 was finally confirmed this year, but more official news will apparently only be released when Rockstar is ready. Um... So GTA 6, we finally got some details. I think, of course, this is just rumors and reports, but it, it sounds all pretty plausible to me. Um, the big thing, playable Latina female is one of two protagonists as like a Bonnie and Clyde kind of a thing. It will be set in Vice City. It's going to evolve over time, adding other c- cities and missions to the map. It does have a very large map with more inter- interior locations, something Sean and I have been saying ever since we started talking about next gen, now current gen, of what we want to do with this power. We don't just want prettier graphics. We want, well, what we said is to be able to go into every building in GTA. That's probably not possible, but more interior locations is good. And then it's scheduled for fiscal re- fiscal year release in 2024. Um, I guess some people are mad about playable female character. I don't really care. Um, like I, I like horizon, but I like tomb Raider. I don't see why it's such a big deal. The thing I wonder more about is the whole, the the jokes and the punching down and a lot of the writers that worked on GTA when it was at its best are no longer there. Um, I know it's 2022 and everybody's got to be conscious of everything, but I also think GTA is more about punching up and satirizing America than it is exactly yeah. marginalized groups. So I don't know, but um, what, what do you think? of GTA six as we know it so far, Sean. I'm totally okay with playable female character. I like the idea of um, the whole Bonnie and Clyde thing. I think that's, I dig it. I think that's going to be cool. Um, I'm a little worried and I'm sure they'll do it. I'm sure it'll be fine, but I just find it hard to believe that Vice City is that much fun. Like, I feel like you've got all of the, especially if you're not doing it in the 80s, which whatever, but like, you've got all of the um, environment and whatever of Vice City already in uh, GTA 5. Like, you've got the downtown big buildings and stuff. You've got all the beach areas, whatever, but they ain't no like mountains and stuff in Miami. There's, I feel like you just look, I feel like San Andreas, or San Andreas, uh, uh, whatever it's called. Los Santos is like such a perfect setting that I don't know. How, now, obviously it's not Miami. It's vice city. We assume. So they can take some liberties on what the geography is like there and stuff. But I just feel like, it just seems like it's going to be a subset of what we have in Los Santos. And I just don't know that it's, I don't know. 
that aside, um, I'm a little worried. Obviously, yeah, there's some stuff in 2022 or probably even more stuff in 23, 24, whatever, that you can't really do anymore that you could get away with back in 2015. When did this, when did five come out? 2013. 2013. So yeah, I mean, a lot can happen in 10 years. So I get it, but I hope that this game still feels like GTA and I, I'm reasonably sure that it will, but I don't know. Like if all the like cursing and stuff is gone and like, I don't know. I could just see them taking this really to the limit and I, yeah. I don't think they would ever do that. I just want it to still feel like Grand Theft Auto. If it GTA, does, then yeah. I don't care. GTA has to be GTA. Otherwise, it's not GTA. Um, right. And in the chat, I don't care about playing as a female until a company comes out and makes some claim about diversity and inclusion. Then I lose all interest because I know their inclusion was not genuine. Exactly. Yeah. If if you've got a story for a Bonnie and Clyde story, hell yeah, let's, let's do it. I'm all in on it. Um, also, I'm not surprised that it's going to be dual protagonists. Because after they nailed it, in my opinion, in GTA five with this with the switching of characters, I don't know how you go back to just one protagonist now. I really don't. Now you've got if you want one protagonist, you've got it. You've got GTA online. Um the other thing for me, I, I like the whole you don't need to include in GTA six off the jump Vice City and San Andreas and or you know los santos and liberty city like we don't need all that at launch don't make this game take 10 more years to come out because of that just make the core story do whatever you're doing to gta online which is the, the other thing i'm i'm almost more curious about that than i am the single player because i just assume they're going to get the single player right i just wonder what the heck gta online is going to be because they're they're working with the bones of a game that came out in 2013 there you know, they've added some stuff, you know, they had like the Cayo Perico heist or whatever it was called, where you fly to another island, but that's a self-contained thing. You can't just like steal plane or a chopper and then fly over there. Um, so I'm really interested to see what they end up doing with GTA Online 2 or whatever. Hopefully, my big thing is you better be able to keep your progress and go over to the new game. Otherwise, they're going to piss a lot of people off. And I think they know that. Yeah, in the end, I'm honestly quite a bit more interested in gta online or whatever the equivalent i mean i guess it'll still be gta online but whatever that is i'm probably going to just do that a lot more than the single player anyway um one thing i heard and i think it was strictly a rumor but everything is at this point was what they might do which would definitely alleviate my concerns is if you could, there's Miami basically. So Vice City, but then also like a South America, you know, whether it's like Colombia or whatever, like a whole new area that you can get to. And it would, you probably can't just fly there or take a boat there. It's probably just like a, hey, take me there now. And then you're there. Right. But like that would give you a little bit more variety and stuff in terms of you know geography to play with and some more you know mountains and stuff like that which i think could be cool but that may not be in the plans at all i'm sure it was probably completely just 
a rumor, but I do think something like that could be cool. I agree. Uh, and I do agree with Vice City too. Like setting it there, if it's not in the 80s, I don't know what, I don't know what's interesting about Miami right now. You know, if it's present day, which I assume it's got to right, be present yeah. day, you got to have cell phones and you got to have the internet. You got to have all that stuff. But yeah, yeah, you can't do it not in the present, but you lose something by not having it set in the 80s, I think. Right. Uh, John in the chat says, I'm sure a PG-13 version of GTA will be great. Look at RoboCop 3 and RoboCop Remake. Everyone loved them. Um, also, since we're we're live streaming this for patrons, Derek asks, how much 3DS do you play to have Citra on your taskbar? I've only got it for one game that we're going to be doing a Let's Play series on pretty soon that I can't wait for. Um, and you could, if you know us, you can probably guess what that is. But I have it there because otherwise I'm going to forget what it's called and I'm going to be like, Crap, what was the name of that 3DS emulator I've got? Because I've got a couple on them, uh, a couple of them, but it seems like Citro is the only one that works pretty well. Um, but yeah, GTA 6, I doubt, to me, it feels like 25 at the earliest, honestly. I don't know about, you know, 23 to 24. That seems way too ambitious, but no chance. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll 24, but certainly not 23. Yeah. All right, let's talk. Some sad news, Sean. Apparently, the KOTOR remake has been delayed indefinitely. This comes from Push Square. The Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake, which is a PS5 console exclusive, has reportedly been hit with a very significant delay after two important members of the team were fired. Development of the remake is now said to be, quote, on pause. According to sources speaking to Bloomberg journalist Jason Schreier, who had a big week this week, with a more realistic release window now being 2025, the report says Aspire Media was preparing an internal demo of the game to share with Sony and Lucasfilm. This was completed earlier this year on the 30th of June, but the following week after the presentation, design director Brad Prince and art director Jason Miner were fired from the company. According to Schreier's sources, Aspire Media Studio leads explained to staff that the internal, internal demo, quote, wasn't where they wanted it to be and that the project would be paused, end quote. It also suggested a disproportionate amount of money was put into the demo, and that, of course, wasn't sustainable. The firing that follows was unexpected, according to Miner. As a result, Aspire Media is now looking, quote, for new contracts and development opportunities, end quote. Saber Interactive was brought on board to aid with development back in May, and it suggested that the developer could now take over production of the remake entirely. With Sony publishing the title, it will have had a large part to play in choosing what happens next with the project. After three years of development, the original plan was apparently to release the game this year. The remake of the 2003 RPG hasn't been since its initial, uh, that, that's a mistype, hasn't been seen since its initial announcement during the 2021 PlayStation show showcase, which simply featured, I don't know how to say his name. Is it Revan? With a red lightsaber. I was Reven, but I have no idea. That featured Kylo Ren with a red lightsaber. Embracer bosses claimed we would see more from Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake, quote, in the next several months during a Q4 earnings report back in May. We imagine this wasn't the news they had in mind. Um, so the big thing, it's indefinitely delayed. Uh, I This is not good. I don't think this game is indefinitely delayed. I think this game is dead. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it 
never sees the light of day now. And that sucks because I was really looking forward to it. But like, I don't know. I don't know why we can't just get a Star Wars game that doesn't go through all this crap. Like, uh, it's just cursed or something. Like, Star Wars games should be the biggest slam dunk of all time. Like, it lends itself well to the video game world. You've got all these characters and stories and stuff already out there. This is a freaking remake of a game that's already taken advantage of that and just is awesome in its own right. All you're doing is remaking it and it's just like, I don't know. It's so annoying. Like I'm to the point now where I just can't get excited about any star Wars games anymore because I just never, it's like, I never fully believed that they're ever even going to happen. Yeah. I don't know. This sucks. Uh, John Tigley in the chat. Here's my KOTOR dream. Sony buys Square and they put the Final Fantasy 7 remake team on the KOTOR remake. Uh, yes. yes. 100%. My my thing is, I remember when this was announced, people were at first like, oh my God, they're doing it. They're remaking KOTOR. But then we find out, or even after we knew right then, whatever it was, that it was Aspire that was doing the remake. People were like, I mean, that's weird because Apparently, all Aspire has really done in the past mostly is just being a porting studio. They used to port uh, PC games over to Mac, and I think they ported games to mobile as well. I think they actually ported the KOTOR game that you can play on iPad that James has been playing. Um I think yeah, they I am almost tempted that. now. Like I never played the original and I wasn't going to because I'm like, I might as well just wait. And now I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe I should just go ahead and play the original now. I don't think there's any reason to I just I have a bad feeling about this. I'm not even trying to that wasn't I wasn't trying to do the Star Wars thing, but I've got a bad feeling. You did. About this. Like, yeah. I don't I don't think it's coming. It just we've seen this before. So I don't know. It's uh, well, and what I've heard is that Kotor does not hold up i know we always joke well we always talk about metal gears controls and how they don't hold up i've heard kotor is even worse that it's it's not unplayable or anything like that in its current state from 20 years ago but it ain't good um not that it's not a good game but the controls are just like unbearable from what i've heard um yes go hand deliver a message to them Tell them to get off their asses and fix this or just actually tell them to go away. Um, it's frustrating. Like it, I've never played KOTOR, didn't have an Xbox and I don't want to go back and play it now. I was super hyped for this remake. And the fact that they thought this game was going to come out this year, no way in hell that was ever happening. That was like when they said God of War was coming in 2021, we were all like, yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. That's not, that's literally has zero chance of happening. It's not going to happen. Right. Um I guess at this point, I will be shocked, absolutely shocked if this game actually ends up coming out, unless Sony does pull their weight and just, or not pulls their weight. They, what, what's the phrase I'm looking for? They play their hand. They, they, they do something to say, we're giving this game now to Studio X. And I don't think it should be Gorilla or Naughty Dog or anything like that. They don't, don't do that. But, there's got to be someone, I mean, Blue Point is the one that would jump to my mind, but they're already working on, we think, one remake and one 
new IP, although their wording around that has always been confusing. So I don't know. John says play KOTOR on a PC. Yeah, I, I just, I don't, I, I just don't want to. <laughs> I don't, I want, I want new KOTOR. KOTOR. <laughs> Not KOTOR. All right. And the last item on the news list, Sean, after he hits his camera, uh, we got some updates on PSVR 2, and I keep getting more and more excited for this. All this comes from the PS blog. The first thing they talked about is see-through view. With PSVR 2, and it's interesting, so they go PS space VR 2. I always just write it PSVR 2, one word, but whatever. Yeah, same. You can see your surroundings while wearing the headset with our new see-through feature. It comes in handy when you want to easily check where the PSVR 2 sense controllers are in your room without taking the headset off. I I guess I didn't think about that. That does make sense. Um, Thanks to PSVR 2's embedded front cameras, users can press the function button on the headset or use the card in the control center to switch between viewing your surroundings or viewing the content on PSVR 2. Um, The see-through is just for viewing only. There's no recording option. That is legal speak right there because you don't want people just going around like... (laughs) I I could see how bad that could go um, if you could record with the front cameras... uh, on PSVR 2. You can also broadcast yourself while playing. A new broadcast feature for PSVR 2 will allow you to film yourself while playing by connecting a PS5 HD camera to the console. It's a great way to show your movements and reactions during a boss battle and share your reactions with fellow gamers as it happens. Jim Ryan, fellow gamer. Customized play area. The play area for PSVR 2 can be customized by using the PSVR 2 sense controllers and the embedded cameras. The cameras allow you to scan the room, while the PSVR 2 sense controllers allow you to expand and further customize the play area to fit your play style and room environment. While playing, if you get close to the boundary you have set up, you will receive a warning that you are closely approaching the play area boundary. You can modify your settings anytime while the PSVR 2 is connected. Once you set up your play area, the settings will be saved unless you move into a different play area. So I wonder, can I like scan if Barkley's on the floor there? Can I scan him and be like, hey, don't don't let me step on this dude when I'm playing. Um, You also get VR mode and cinematic mode. VR mode, players can enjoy VR game content in a 360 view in a virtual environment. Content will be displayed in 4000 by 2040 HDR video format or 2000 by 2040 per eye with a 90 Hertz and 120 Hertz frame rate. That's, that's very good. I mean, it, it, it has to be in cinematic mode. Players can view the PSV PS five system and UI and all non VR game and media content on a virtual cinema screen. Content will be displayed in a 1920 by 1080 HDR format with 24 slash 60 hertz and also 120 hertz frame rate. Um, and then they say here to end it, we'll share more information soon, including launch date and additional games coming, including launch date. You mean the launch date and additional games coming to the platform. Um, a lot of people are saying none of this is really new. I think you can do some of this with the Quest 2. Um, but if all you've had is PSVR two, it's new and it's needed and it's good. I think, sorry, PSVR, um, it's good. And it's, it's just seeing, reading this blog post and seeing how like the room scanning works and all that. I was like, this just seems freaking cool. Um, the other thing I just wrote down here instead of putting it in the wrap up is that, uh, also this week it was announced by meta that the Quest 2 is increasing in price by $100, uh, whether you get yeah. 
what <laughs> exactly it's like by the way like, sony announced don't these things the, usually get cheaper Why exactly getting more expensive can you imagine a ps5 if sony was like the ps5 is now 600 instead of 500 and the digital edition is now 500 instead of 400 um people talking about how you know the, the chip shortages and they're they're losing billions of dollars on vr so they're like eh, what the heck we'll just increase the price by a hundred dollars I've never heard of anything like this happening before in my life when it comes to existing hardware. I'm not talking about scalpers selling the PS5 for $800 or anything like that. I'm saying MSRP increasing in price on technology, especially technology that's been out for almost two years now. So right. the fact that those are going up to four and $500, I think at this point we can say, I've always said I, my hope would be PSVR 2 is 300. I don't think that's plausible. My guess is that it's 400 and my worst case scenario is that it's 500. Um, and now I think that's I think 400 probably. Yeah. Um, but Sean, what did you think about all the updates we got on PSVR two and uh, where, where's your hype level at now? I mean, it's through the roof and it has been, um, I mean, this is cool. I like, I like these things. Um, I think the see-through thing is a nice touch like a nice quality of life thing but i wonder if probably not for any kind of like triple a games but i feel like they could also do some cool like ar stuff and like if you've got i don't know like i feel like if you can see your surroundings through the thing i don't know i think there's a lot of cool like augmented reality stuff they could implement with that too um or even, I wonder if there's a way you could, because it's all virtual. I'm just wondering if there's like, you can see your surroundings, but then you're playing a game, but the game is almost like right picture in picture. <laughs> like you still see your surroundings, but the, I don't know. I mean, the sky's the limit with this thing. I can't wait for it. Um, and this, uh, like, I love my PS5. I have no, like, I love it. Um but this is this actually feels at least compared to like psvr one like an actual new generation of console if you want to call it a console ps5 i still don't think we've i mean we certainly haven't peaked as far as what that hardware can do it's just kind of a better stronger faster ps4 um this actually feels like like there's new things you can do with this compared like i don't know i'm just i'm really excited about this it actually feels like a new generation console which again i don't know it's hard to I don't know when you actually look at consoles and how much they've changed or how little they've changed. It's just like, Hey, better graphics, better graphics, better graphics. And this is like a whole new system to me. I cannot yeah. wait for it. The one thing I was thinking when you were talking about implementing like the see-through camera into games, I could see Kojima being like, you got a boss fight. He makes metal gear VR and then psycho Manus disappears and the only way you can fight him is to switch to the see-through view. And then he shows up in your living room and you're like, you got your dual sense, whatever they're called. Pew, 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 pew. If Kojima ever makes a PSVR game, PSVR 2 game, I mean, 
all bets are off. Like I wouldn't even begin to know what to expect out of that game. Yeah. I could I, I could see him doing something like that. I could see him reading this blog post and going, hmm. Hmm. You like to play Castlevania? I see. I could see him doing something crazy with that. All right, Sean. Now it's time for the wrap up. Relatively short one this week. Sometimes I get like 30 things in here, but here's the wrap up. Uh, it was announced that PSVI, PS5, I say sales, but technically they say shipments. Um, but I mean, everything that's out there has been sold. You, you, it, yeah. They just are. Um, so it's up to 21.7 million units sold. Good for them. Uh, I still think it's so weird that, you know, Xbox said they've had record revenue three quarters in a row. They're leading in hardware revenue in the North American market, blah, blah, blah. Then just, just say how many series X's and S's you've sold. I just not like from a fanboy perspective or anything. I just, I just wonder, you know, but right. Yeah. Apparently they, they're never going to release that kind of stuff anymore. Um, also was announced that PS plus subs have increased to 47.3 million uh, up from 46.3 million one year ago. I wonder because remember, they had a drop after everybody kind of, we started getting kind of out of COVID, which we figured it would, you know, people are going to play less video games, video game spending across pretty much everything has been down this year. Um, so it's good to see that back up for them. I wonder how much the new tiers, if anything, plays into that. But who knows? Uh, PS5's next firmware update. It's going to be adding 1440p support. So if you've got a PC monitor that supports that, that's big news for you. But then I think the games have to support it as well. So who knows? All, all this stuff is just too confusing to me. I just, just give me 4K60. And that's that's really all I care about. Um, they're also adding gameless, which is their version of folders on the PS5. I think this is good. So you can have, I think, up to 15 different lists and you can have up to 100 games in each. So First thing I thought of is a backlog list that I just put yeah. like Red Dead 2. I know, guys, I'm going to get to it. Don't worry, I'll get to it. But like any games that are on my Guardians, backlog, Guardians, Ghost. Yeah, all that stuff. Well, Ghost, I at least played. Um, Guardians, I played too. Well, you need, you need a, you need a, a platinum, you need a backlog folder. list. And then, yeah, a platinum backlog list. Yeah. Um, Horizon and Ghost and Stray. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get Stray as long as I can do the speed run because I can get through the thing where the you can't get seen and you don't get grabbed at that. I almost did the don't get grabbed one once I knew how to finally control it when they're chasing you. I almost did it my first try, but I was like, ah, I'll just I'll go back and reload that checkpoint at some point. It's no big deal. One point of note on that when I was getting frustrated with it when I was trying to do it. I don't know if it made a difference. Maybe it was just placebo effect or something. But one thing I read online is while you're doing that turn, it says it's just camera sensitivity, but turn camera sensitivity all the way up. And it seems like it makes it easier to control. So you can kind of zigzag back and forth Uh, faster. So if you're struggling with it, try that. See if it makes a difference whenever you get around to it. Um, also the firmware, uh, adds the ability to compare 3d audio to stereo and some more things. So basically like if you've got your, your headset on that does 3d audio, you can say, okay, play this in 3d audio. Okay. Now play it in stereo. So you're like, Whoa, okay, cool. Um, I don't know why, why wouldn't you just play it in 3d audio if you've got a headset that does that though, but uh, whatever, that's just me. Um, 
the guy, and I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not even going to try. And I didn't even write it down. But the guy who was the founder of the IDOS Montreal studio says that Sony is interested in acquiring Square Enix. Um, this would explain why Square sold off basically all their stuff outside of Japan. They think that that would make them more attractive for Sony to buy. I still, I don't want Sony to do it. Um, you know, I, I think all this consolidation is just getting out of control, but um, this guy, if you're the founder of a studio that was under Square Enix, you probably would be privy to some of these conversations. So I guess don't be surprised if in the next six months or something, we, we get an announcement that Square is joining the PlayStation Studios family. But right now they're getting all the games they want. Anyways, they're getting Final Fantasy 7 Remake, 7 Remake 2, 16. You know, I, I don't know why you would need to buy them, but whatever. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some truth to that. And I'm with you. I don't think they, not from like a business standpoint or anything, but I don't think they should. Like, I think for, I think it's bad for the industry. I'm sure it's good for business, at least Sony's business, but I don't really think they should. But if it means that, xbox doesn't buy them you right know, that's the only reason why i would want them to buy them is so that xbox doesn't because yep. if i can't play my final fantasy games among other on you know playstation going forward i would be very upset so agreed uh jeff grubb has said that ea is working on publishing a single player open world black panther game um i don't know how i feel about this i feel like video games are going to start turning into what movies have turned into excuse me, what movies have turned into where it's just everything's a superhero game. I don't know that a black Panther game really We're sounds that there. I don't, I don't know that it sounds that interesting. I mean, this isn't like Batman with a grappling hook and swooping around and Spider-Man, you know, flipping and flopping through the skies. Like, I don't know. And I'm sure if Ernie sees this, he'll hate me, but whatever. Um, few feelings mutual, but I just don't think this sounds that interesting to me. I just would rather have new IP that are not just, freaking everything superhero now and it's just come on but we'll see yeah uh backbone announced the backbone one playstation edition um it looks fine but i don't really want to play games on my phone um the one thing i did see was interesting was the uh it has offset sticks now it's not a official playstation controller it's a backbone one that you can play playstation games on your phone but the offset stick thing, I was like, wow, that's weird. But it doesn't do anything for me. Uh, the Last of Us Part 1 will be reportedly releasing on PC, quote, very soon after the PS5 release. I think that makes sense with a game like this that's just a remake. It's not a brand. It's not God of War Ragnarok. You're not going to want to put that out on PC a couple months after it hits PlayStation. Um, if it's a brand new game like that, I don't, I don't think you'd want to do it. But I think Last of Us Part 1 makes sense on pc pretty soon after ps5 and that could mean anything that could mean a month six months a year i mean who knows what very soon means exactly to them yep uh the xbox series series is getting a update that i think is in beta testing now or insider whatever they call it i forget um that will boot up the consoles five seconds faster so that's cool 
uh, Tactics Ogre Reborn has been leaked from the PlayStation Store. Apparently, it's out November 11th, and it's got lots of improvements. I'm pretty sure that's another game that was on that NVIDIA leak. So it just keeps showing that everything on that leak was real, and it's just it's just mind blowing. But it's a it's a tactics based RPG that a lot of people really love from back in the day. It's obviously it's not for me, but do you care anything, Sean? I don't know anything about it, but I've never really been able to get into tactics games. So yeah. Nah. Goat Simulator 3, not 2, is officially out November 17th. I still think it's hilarious that they called it 3 when it's the second one. Just like how back in the day, Kojima wanted to call Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid 3. Just to mess with people and to feed into everything that that game was going to be about. Uh, Outer Wilds is getting a release on PS5 and Xbox Series Series. What Remains of Edith Finch? Great game. If you have not played it and you like walking simulators, please play this game. Um, it has now been upgraded for PS five and the Xbox series series. Um, that's kind of one of those that I might want to go back and play again. Cause it's just been so long. Um, I don't know that I can go through the bathtub again, but, um, I really, really liked that game when I played it. And somebody was saying that like the ending of that is so freaking good that even if you don't like walking simulators, you should play it. And honestly, I can't even remember how it ends. Don't tell me, but. I remember, I don't remember either. Yeah, I remember more the in, some of the individual stories that you play through, but not how it actually yeah. ties together. I remember there's like a meat, yeah, meat. There's like the fish yep. or something. The bathtub, the swing. Mm-hmm. Like I remember bits and pieces of the little, yeah, you know, sections. But yeah, I don't know. I could maybe go back and play that again. Uh, Lord of the Rings Gollum has been delayed and all they said was a few months from their original release on September 1st. Okay. Uh, I think it's for polishing and stuff, but I don't have much of high hopes for that game either way. So I don't know. I'm glad we didn't pick it in the fantasy game in the fantasy draft that we did. And we got games with gold for August. Xbox is giving away Calico Scourgebringer. Good game. Saints Row 2 and Monaco, but Monaco had a much longer title than that, and I didn't know what it was, so I just didn't even write it down. PS Plus for August leaked early, as it always does, and it was once again confirmed to be Tony Hawk 1 and 2, the remakes, Yakuza Like a Dragon, and Little Nightmares. Uh, Also, it was announced that for PS Plus, the Yakuza series will be coming, basically all the games will be coming to some of them on Extra and some of them on uh, Premium over the rest of this year. So that's cool. I've never played Yakuza. I've heard really good things about this one, but again, it's a turn-based, it's like a turn-based beat-em-up. I just, I don't do turn-based and I don't do turn-based beat-em-ups also. Um, Tony Hawk 1 and 2 for free is great. Uh, I think it's easy to say once again, Sean, that PlayStation 1. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be tempted to check. I've literally never played any of the Tony Hawk games. I would be curious to check that out. I don't think I knew that's what Yakuza was like. I think I thought Yakuza it's only was that just another. It's oh, only okay. the the like a dragon. The other games are oh, okay. open world beat 'em up GTA style. Okay, Yakuza okay, that's games. that's what I thought it was. But I was like, I did not know that's what it was. But okay, if it's just that one, that makes sense. 
John is excited for Tactics Ogre. He finally has a game to look forward to this year. Derek just said no. That's probably Last of Us related, but I'm not sure. And then Chris is here, and he did confirm that Edith Finch has a fantastic ending. Oh, it's driving me nuts that I can't remember it. Yeah, I don't remember what it is. I I remember the individual stories. I just can't remember the ending. And now I definitely don't want to go look it up because that's one of those that... Because it's only like a few hours long, I think, right? It's a pretty... It's like a one-night playthrough, I think, if I went back to do it. I think you could do it in a night, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the ending of uh, Gone Home? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Talk about putting a game on trial. We should put that game on trial. That is the most overrated game I've ever seen in my life. (sighs) But I digress. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for episode 291 of the two-player co-op podcast. Thank you all so much for being here. We will be back next week. But until that time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing.